why your heads were both out, but, you know, for Harambe. <laughs> but yeah, I went to a museum the other day, which I'm sure you guys were very impressed by. Not a real one. The Harambe Museum. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Um, it's, it's Washington for me, you know, it's, it's, it's just sunny and then it goes away and then I'm cold again in the middle of the night wondering about why my, uh, existence is even a thing. The green Anyways. The mist of the mosquito hive mind just blasting you in the face. Random nonsense. The cooling mist of the mosquito hive mind. I'm going to start writing down some of the things you say. I'm worried about you. <laughs> um, well, this is the uh, comic book episode where we're going to talk about the comic books we read this week, our comic book club, uh, also known as uh, Cock. Uh, and this is going to start off with, if I can find the list somewhere, uh, Nightwing 91. No. That's not it. What fucking list it? are you Captain looking America at? Captain America Zero. What fucking list Nightwing. were you looking at? <laughs> I was looking at your stuff that you that you picked up. That's my bad. You, I went too far back. It's literally... Back. You scroll up, like, such a tiny amount. And the list let's is there. Get over it. Get over it. Anyway. <laughs> no, no. Let's make him feel like shit for this, Josh. Oh, I stopped day. feeling bad from you. I stopped feeling bad by you a long time ago. I'm just accustomed to you being this way. Yeah, so this is written by Colin Kelly, Jackson Lansing, and Tochi Onyabuchi. I'm uh, sure. I think it's Onyabuchi. I... To- Toki? There's a CH. And uh, art by Mattia de Iulis. What is with the names yes. on this fucking issue? Jesus. Uh, well. Tochi is Nigerian, so that's why. Intolerant Sean. <laughs> it's hard to pronounce. There's nothing on here about how to say his name, which is annoying. I'm going to go oh, well. with Tochi. I'm going to go Tochi on Yabuchi. Tochi on Yabuchi. I like Toki. It's like Toki Wartooth. Tochi sounds more African than Toki, though. Mm. Toki I don't think that you're qualified so to s- determine what sounds he, like African uh, or not. I have, I have watched, I've watched Blood Diamond and played Assassin's Creed Origins. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Continue. Um, yeah, so this is the one shot that is setting up both the new Captain America miniseries, focusing on Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson. Yeah, there were how many variant covers for this? Same as every Marvel book. Too many. Like five or six. (sighs) I didn't like this at all. I thought it was cheesy fun. It wasn't particularly great. No. I just... Nope, I didn't think it was good. I thought the artwork was great. Mm, okay, that's it's that's different. your opinion, I suppose. It's Alex Ross Light. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. Especially that two-page spread. That looks like Alex Ross. No. 
No, it doesn't. It looks like he's Not trying to be Astros. Look, I know you don't know how to read, but I thought that that was just like a reading thing. I didn't know you were fucking blind. Jesus um, Christ. It genuinely, in that two-page spread, looks like he's doing his best Alex Ross impression. You mean I, the, this one this. right here? Yes. Do you see it, Josh? Whose side are you on? I kind of see it. That's not the one I was looking at, but... Yeah. Uh, I feel like you're looking at the coloring more than anything. The, the pencils are the thing that I'm thinking yeah, of. Like probably. I just... I don't see the Alex Ross connection pencil-wise. So... Uh, I think it's... I, I'm looking at this rocket that's launching, and I was looking up different rockets, and I think it's this Chinese rocket called uh long march 3b sure it's an odd thing just to to look into but go for it I go mean, off king yeah i i was just like what i think i've seen this rocket before but i don't know where but here's here's the google image search for it i mean i think this is the rocket which is kind of weird that it's a chinese rocket being launched from New York, I guess. That does look very like that was the inspiration that they used. Yeah, they probably didn't look in too much too much into this. I need rockets. I need Josh. Here's the entire thought process behind this particular rocket. The artist was like, "Oh, I need a rocket to trace." He googled rocket and sketched mm -hmm. the third image. I don't know why you wouldn't go for like I don't know a Saturn V or something, something cool, something classic. Because he googled the word rocket, Josh. You mm -hmm. something... I mean, this guy is like some... Who is this? They they say this is Arnim Zola, but they this Arnim Zola that they've designed here looks like some weird Kang or Brainiac knockoff. Uh, Coloring-wise, yeah, but I'd say the design looks like Kang. Yeah. Well, you've got the... Like, uh, sorry, not, not Kang, sorry. Arnim Zola. On his crotch. Yeah, I see that. And coloring-wise, it is Kang, but like... Just overall design, I think it does look like Arnim. Okay. I don't know too much about him other than what I've seen in the movies. So next to nothing. Yeah. I, I'm not... Different. I'm not much better than you, to be fair. I am... Alright. You... I mean... Very unaware I, of his I don't know if I history. have... I don't know if I have any Captain America comics. I'd have to go look. Uh, so I don't know yeah, too much Yeah, I've not read a whole lot. Like, the comic... Uh, what what is up with the uh, captain's? I don't know. He calls it like the classic shield with the chevron as part of the star. What's no, up? No, 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 no. He's they've got each he's other he's commenting star. on yeah exactly. Okay, so the, Captain the America's working one. with an, sorry Steve Rogers is working with the new shield. No, no. When they Josh. threw them, they picked up each other's shields. <laughs> okay. Yes. Because then right. they swap back later on. See, I don't. Yes. I see that no. Steve Rogers it has doesn't his look that shield clear to the issue. When they did they pick them up from no. This is the first shot we see of them. It it definitely looks like uh Steve Rogers is throwing the one with the chevron. Yeah, in that shot. Yeah. They they're they, messing with they're playing with each other's shields. <laughs> <laughs> this is That's bullshit. I don't no, know. I took, anyway, I took it to be they just caught This is bullshit. I did not. Johnny Depp. Yeah, like, okay. I, I, I see them going around with the shields <laughs> later on, but to start the battle off with, like, dude, let's switch shields. It'll look awesome. 
No, I, 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 I mean, that's I not even the, the biggest complaint I have in this. I think oh, don't worry. I have other... complaints, too. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's I think weird. they threw each other's... Sh I think they threw their own shields, but just when it rebounded, they caught each other's. I, it does I look a little strange in that opening double-page spread, though. Yeah. It, it could have been that they threw that. Um, I don't know. Uh, this whole confrontation with Arnim Zola, where they're each basically doing their own thing... Steve Rogers is coming up from the bottom, and Sam Wilson is coming down from the top. And, like, Arnim Zola's approach to either of them. Like, Arnim Zola is going hard at Sam Wilson. Like, look how, you know, oppressed and how much America has mistreated you and your people and whatnot. You should just get out of here. Why are you even fighting for these people? And Arnim Zola talking to Steve Rogers is like, hello, old friend. You will lose this time. I... <sighs> he's just like, he's just pontificating about how great he he is, Arnim Zola. I I think he can't... does that a lot. He's very cocky. Yeah, he does. It, yeah, this it's not that far-fetched to have him behave <clears throat> this way. It actually does feel like Zola, but... I don't know, man. This just felt like... It was overwritten to shit. Overwritten to shit, and it, there's so many parts of this that felt like a Fast and the Furious moment. You are so talented. Thank you, you brother. Wouldn't be able you to did handle good, these, too. Nobody could have handled these seven Gs except for you and... Only also, you, buddy, and then they then they do the the arm locking sequence from like the Arnold Schwarzenegger like pr that moment where they like lock arms. Oh, I thought you were gonna go yeah. for uh, Rocky three. Yeah, two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's just very... Uh, yeah, the best part of the issue was the... good! <laughs> the best part of the issue were the two epilogues. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It, it seems like Marvel were oh. just like, oh, hey guys, we need you to write an issue just so everyone knows there's two Captain Americas before we start this new series to not confuse anyone. And oh, yeah. I like the I'm... whole discussion of, like, we could be, you could be the uncanny... Captain America? That did, I did like that. That did make me laugh. Yeah. Um, I thought that that was charming. The, yeah. uh, the, the rocket explodes and Sam loses his wings and then they just fly down on one of the shields and it was kind of like the other guys, like, aim for the bushes. I don't know. The new guys? The other guys. Other guys, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. My bad, yes. Spectacular. Who, who was America? that? It was Sam Jackson. And... Sam Jackson. Um, one of the Wayan brothers. Shit. No, it was a uh, Ice Tea. <sighs> no, it wasn't another black guy. It was a Dwayne Johnson. Oh right. It was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. The yeah. Rock. Dwayne the Rock Johnson was yes. in that, and the... at the beginning. The Astonishing Captain America. Huh. Well, alright then. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have no um, idea what's going on in the two don't need to. these two pages. It doesn't. I don't think you're supposed to. I don't know what don't, relation Sam Wilson has to Wakanda other than he's black. Yeah. Um, there has been some stuff happening in the recent Sam Wilson stuff. I don't know what's been going on with that, but no. okay. Do you know who this guy with the mustache is? No fucking idea. 
But I have not been reading Sam Wilson, so that's probably yeah. why. Has Sam Wilson actually uh, had a book in a while since Nick Spencer? Okay. Uh, let's find out. I yes, thought it was just other... the that was 2015. Mark Wade and Tanahesi Coates stories. Okay. This other thing seems to be like some game of collecting stars, a competition between some different people, Bucky and maybe, maybe Steve Rogers. I have no idea. The rules are simple. We know them. We live them. Are you prepared to begin? To this Is it the Welcome United States my... of Captain America stuff? I don't know. Yeah. Welcome to my closest friends and dearest enemies to the century game. Star points await. Uh, yeah, we get two little um, solicits for the new series at the end. So we have Captain America Symbol of Truth, which is the Sam Wilson story. And it says, Sam Wilson picks up the shield once more and enters a world of trouble. Following a lead from Misty Knight, Sam intercepts a mysterious group hijacking what appears to be an empty train. As he digs deeper, he discovers that the plot may be connected to a crucial piece of the Captain America legacy, and surprisingly, Wakanda. The world is ready for two Captain Americas, but is Sam Wilson ready for what comes next? What is the material from Wakanda? What's that? Vibranium. 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 Yeah. Did so they that is the introduce that into the MCU because it was harder to do adamantium. Yes. They had no. They that that was introduced easily because the vibranium's pretty universal throughout the Marvel comics, anyways. Yeah. But so, so is adamantium. Y- yes, and but adamantium just, is a yeah, but they just used they just used vibranium for everything. I'm surprised Mjolnir is not made out of vibranium. God damn it. Um, um, so that Jonathan? is the Jonathan's made of vibranium. So that is the Tochi Onyobuchi store series coming, and then we have Captain America: Sentinel of Liberty, which is by Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly, who did the Kang the Conqueror miniseries. They're doing Batman Beyond at DC now. They've been about for a while doing the odd bit here or there. Um, so this description is: the Shield is one of the most iconic images in the world. It stands for hope, justice, and the protection of innocent. It also holds a secret, undiscovered until now, that will change the way Steve Rogers views the twentieth century, and how he chooses to fight in, the, and how he chooses to fight in the twenty-first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know, man. Uh, Look, I if you see I the... love Captain America comic books, and this was very weird. Yeah. If you see in the bottom right of the picture, it looks like he's facing off against what's this guy's name? Crossbones. Uh, the guy with the skull mask. Maybe yes. Yeah, Where it's, it's right looking? at the bottom, by the. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, well, what kind of a descriptor is Stormbreaker? Because Carmen Carnero and R.B. Silva are both described as Stormbreakers. So a Stormbreaker is the name given to the new collection of artists that are breaking into the comic book industry. That's why. Okay, I don't think so I've ever heard of that Maybe you should before. keep up to date uh, with your comic books, Josh, and if you read Marvel maybe and DC, you know about those DC. things. Be a basic bitch. Instead of his Fuck Mark you. Guggenheim number one's image. God, huh? seriously. I want to <laughs> play Mad Libs with uh, The Last Ship. This was... Okay, let me do an interesting comparison here. It's fine. There's fine with cheesy. There's fine with superhero cheesy goodness that you can have. And that's seen with World's Finest. Because Mark Wade knows how to write 
an, a silver agey toned comic book that's cheesy but in a really good way while still being well written this struck me as trying to be modern with some of that qu quippy comic booky goodness and it just did not work it fell I, flat i agree and i think as well the fact that it had three writers on a standard size issue didn't help either yeah unnecessary it means, it means they're not getting paid anything for this I mean, there's not enough money that's... To, to spread around to them. I mean, if they're all kind well, of splitting no... it. Well, no, they, they they hire based on project. They don't hire based on issue, so... They don't get paid for the issue? So, the way that the contracts work is you're hired as a, a project. You are paid to write that. No matter what happens, that's your flat rate. Mm -hmm. Then any profits that come out of that further afterwards is something that develops later on. Okay. Um well, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, let's um, see. Like I said, I'm oh, still going to cover one of the covers. I mean, was done by Alex Ross. The main cover. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm still going to check out at least the first issue of both the new series, because I'm hoping they will have more of a point to them, whereas this issue just felt very pointless. Yeah. I feel like this only existed to be like there are two Captain Americas. Yeah. Yep. And we're not. They're both. As if Captain we didn't America. already know this. No one is taking second chair. You're both first chair. I'm genuinely confused about this. I'm also genuinely confused why they didn't transition Sam into a more of like an American Eagle costume. I mean, it's that it's it's that easy, folks. Because he's Captain eagle. America. They don't, he can they, be Captain America and yeah, look like an eagle, they, like an American eagle. They want him to look like Captain Andy. America. They don't want him to look like... He's got to match the TV a, show and the movies. I, I'm not I saying change up think, the costume that much. I'm just saying. Yeah. But I feel like if you make him look like an eagle, then he will be the eagle instead of the falcon. Has this Sam Wilson I feel like they needed to make the, him uh, wear a Captain America suit. No, Has this Sam Wilson taken so. the super serum? Then how is he handling the seven Gs? Because he's still going at the same he's speed as a pilot. The he's a pilot. Matter. He's more used to it than. No, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, I it can't. doesn't make any sense. He's in the on the outside Sam Wilson... of the rocket, and that's different. Yeah, I. Also, I I'm just having a thought here. If Sam Wilson doesn't have a super serum, doesn't that mean that he's having a really hard time managing the vibranium shield? No, because the shield absorbs all the vibrations. In the sea. No, because the shield absorbs all the vibrations. He didn't feel hitting the sea because the shield absorbed all of it. Right. I shouldn't question. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm course. talking about just like throwing it and then catching it. Well, I mean, we big, we saw in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Montage. Yeah, that training montage. Yeah. Again, that's my question: Is it doesn't the doesn't Captain Amer doesn't Steve Rogers get the benefit of having the soul the super serum in yeah, order he, to be able to manage shit like that? He didn't need the training montage. He he just I got he just got ripped gosh, in one scene. Uh, Steve yeah. Rogers went into machine and came out super ripped, able to catch a shield. <laughs> Sam Wilson had to train for All that right. montage. I think we need to move on to ratings. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Tyler, Nothing makes you said, sense. Like it's fine, but not really. No, I said it was not good. <laughs> I said well, it was not good at all. You were talking about there's fine, and then there's just not as good. No, I'm saying that there's cheesy goodness that you can have. Like, the the world's finest stuff is what I'm going to compare it to, because Mark Wade captures that essence and does it, delivers it in a way that 
hits home, is fun, is enjoyable, and this just fell incredibly flat to me. So I'm gonna give this like a five. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I don't really care for the villain. I don't care for the interactions with the villain. The, I love uh, the villain. I just don't like the way he's done here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Done here. Uh, I, it's not like I don't care about Armin Zola. It's just done here. It wasn't that great. But How the, dare you not care about the Nazi villain? Yeah. Uh, but I think the interaction Wait, is he supposed between, to be the bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> I think the interactions between Steve and Sam, there's some good stuff there. Uh, yeah. The little like at the beginning. It. Here and there. And, yeah, here and there. And then at the end, when they're flying out after they've saved the day, I thought that was nice. But other than that, it's it's fine or not really fine. But yeah. Eh, maybe yeah. somewhere around like six Seven, and a half. <laughs> um, it's higher than me. I know. Yeah, there are bits I like, but it is overwritten to shit. Like, yeah, just. Well, some I just pages... don't understand the point of this. Yeah, it was yeah. overwritten to shit, and it just didn't have a point. This maybe should have been a uh, free comic book day tie-in. Yeah to the start of the series and make it like 20 pages instead of 30 or even less I'm really happy I didn't pay is for this, this. it's like 28 I think I paid $5 for this I'm sorry Josh's kids have to go hungry yeah. this week because of that <laughs> can turnips again kids like it, it wasn't offensively bad it was just kind of I don't know about blah. that it wasn't offensively bad. Like, you've read some Scott Lobdell stuff. Mm. It is is this anywhere pages. near that level? Almost. Yes. Almost yeah. no advertisements in between. Issue one of Red Hood and the Outlaws, Starfire offering to fuck Arsenal. Yeah. That degree of bad. This is that bad. This is that bad to me. You okay. are... You confuse me, Tyler. Um, I'm gonna give it like a six point two five. You're both insane. It's still not Tyler. Great. I, if Sam Wilson had offered to fuck Bucky Barnes in this, I would admit maybe it's as bad as the first issue of Red Hood <laughs> and the Outlaws. But it's not. It's a very generic story with some. That's why I hate it. Writing. Yeah, but like, that's, that's why I hate it. I it am questioning how the people. That it is offensively be, bad. There's like, there's, it's basically like they're trying to rip off like the elements of Fast and the Furious. Like, yeah, bro, we gotta do this. I love you, bro. We got yeah. this. Throw the shield. Can I? Just I am questioning Tyler? how the people that made, that are making Batman Beyond Neo Year and did the uh, Urban Legends prequel are doing this and not doing as good of a job. But this was written by a third writer as well. And they could have okay, written their miniseries so it could be and like then like a little bit worse. No, they could I don't have, know. They could have written their miniseries we'll and then see Marvel how were like, "Oh, we need the, you to write an extra what is, issue." What is the Steve Rogers Sentinel of Liberty? Sentinel of Liberty. Yeah, we'll Sentinel see how they do in that big. first issue. It yeah, says, I'm going to read the first of both. Yeah. Like the Wakanda stuff kind of interests me because I'm not familiar with that at all in the comics. I've not read any Black Panther. And uh, I, it's been really weird. There was a period where it, it really got, it people were fucking mad. People were mad uh, because they kind of implied that the Wakandans were gonna own slaves in space, and having black African people owning slaves was kind of. 
Oh. It's just balancing scales at this point. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I mean, if they were white. All right. Let's let's move on to the next thing. Yes, please. Yeah. For the love of God. Okay. Well, that takes us on to. Hulk the Hulk number six by Donny Cates and Ryan Otley. Uh, we'll keep yeah. this pretty quick, I think. There's not a whole lot to digest. Loved it. It it was an improvement. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but this whole arc does feel like it was just killing time until the crossover. A little bit. This leads to Thor. Y- uh, yeah. The next one is Thor. What yeah. Is it called? So Banner uh, of Hulk or something. Banner of War. Banner of War. That's it. Yeah. Um, uh, which was chosen actually because of a uh, Twitter poll. Jesus Christ, Donny Cates. So okay. yeah, this issue basically establishes Hulk appears when Banner gets angry. What happens when you push Hulk to ten? What does that create? Yes. So we see in the previous issue we had you know the Betty Ross that had appeared as like a vision to Banner inside the starship. Okay. Um, basically, it turned out she's like. I don't really know what she was, Tyler. So, the initial introduction was implying that she was a manifestation of his moral consciousness. Uh, but that descended into this sort of. She's very corrupted. Um, corrupted presence that maybe is completely separate from the the banner hulk personalities maybe it's something from outside of his body entirely we don't really know yet but it's it's definitely implying um that it wanted to have titan let out so that was the biggest push for that the name yes, of that manifestation titan. to come out yes hulk hulk is titan okay. um yeah so she escalates it to level nine the starship thing and we see Hulk fighting everyone. Inhumans, we've got the Kree, we've got Thanos, we've got Galactus, who is a Hulk. As a Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. And who is the one on the right hand side, Tyler? Uh I don't have it pulled up. Um give me a second. He's like gold, he looks like he's got a bit of an arc reactor, he's got some hood over his face. He looks like gold. So this is going on inside the simulation in his head? Yes. Oh also the Phoenix Force is in the background as well. And what page is it? What's going on it's outside? the second page. Is he facing um, off against the Peter Parker Hulk or whatever that I was? I think he took care of that last issue, but he's facing off against all the other weird mutation Hulks now. Abomination. Uh, like that. that is the, the, the... Basically, he's Marvel's the version. The Living Tribunal. No. Yes, thank you. Yeah, there's a text box that says, Living Tribunal, Adam Warlock, Thanos, Phoenix Force. Okay. Man. Um, Even the uh, newer incarnation of Karnak is there. That's cool. Yeah, so basically we have Hulk fighting all these things, and she's... Like... Over the years there have been many Hulks. Grey ones, red ones, blue ones, Wolverine ones. It seems to me that, well, everyone gets to have a Hulk these days. Bruce has a Hulk, Jennifer has a Hulk, Amadeus has a Hulk. So it's really unfair, isn't it? Why can't Hulk have a Hulk? And we just Mm -hmm. see... Hulk just shift into this black creature. Mm-hmm. So, a couple things to to pull from this because when she says God has a Hulk, that's a repre- that's referring to issue fifty of Immortal Hulk. I guess that in which he literally has a conversation with God and God's Hulk, which is kind of implied to be Satan in a way. Like this, well, it's the one above all and the one below all. 
Thank you, yes. I've not even read so, it, I know more than you, Tyler. Well, I was trying to explain it for the layman. Yeah. Uh, this guy just yeah. looks like, um... You're the lame man. Um... Yeah, a little. He looks like the, 90s what's interesting to me. What, so well, let, nice let's give him Cates, volcanoes on his back that shoot up red lightning. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. It's Donny Cates, yeah. of course. So... What's interesting is there's a page in Immortal Hulk, and I think it's an issue like 35, 36, where he's envisioning, what would happen if I just let it, all, let it go? What if I just let myself get to that point? And it, it's this image of like a six-armed Hulk with four legs and multiple heads that go around his, multiple faces that go around his head, just like a tornado of a Hulk that is ripping apart Captain America crushing iron man like just literally destroying the avengers and i kind of figured that that would be more of like hulk's hulk but we have this which okay that's the the writer's choice okay i feel like that's going to lead to an interesting story arc in the future but there's one thing you see here that i think is creative liberties with the design of this character there's like a bunch of different covers and none of them quite look the same one thing I find really interesting in this is where Hulk is, like, begging Banner to help, and he's like, like, Hulk is scared of Titan. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like him being called Titan. I'm going to call him Nulk. After Null. Please don't. Nulk. Is this, uh, I, vein, I, I see some pictures here. Is this, like, veins spreading out of Betty's eyes, or is that, like, her e- face is cracking? No, her um, eyes have, like, darkness in it. Um, it reminds me of in Doctor Strange where the bad guys all have those dark eyes but, like, turning to stone sort of thing. Oh, um, yeah. You know, like, Mads Mikkelsen and them lot? Yeah. yeah. When they tap into they the dark energy. They get that smoky look. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta go by my um, to see Multiverse of Madness. So there's a point after uh, the introduction of Titan. Mostly the background stuff was what I thought was interesting in this alternate universe between this universe's Banner and this universe's Thaddeus Ross. Um, Ross has revealed that he's going to drop a bomb uh, onto this collection of uh, irradiated peoples, including Hulk, who has now become Titan, and knows that he's going to wipe out a civilization uh, in that region, at least. And this world's banner wants to stop him gets into a clash grabs the gun meanwhile banners battling his personalities eventually lets out the hulk inside of his mind to kind of stop titan from growing yeah um and as these things are going down it's it comes to a head where that universe's banner shoots thaddeus ross surprisingly and the part that i actually like the most about this which is hulk being let loose in this personality chamber, what have you, uh, Banner wants to escape from that, but as he's escaping, Hulk says, Hulk, sorry. Which I'm assuming is in reference to the event that... El Paso. Predated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the event that was hinted at in the first few issues that we haven't seen yet. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I still hate this Hulk design with the visor and the suit and... We get to see it. we get to see Hulk like reforming himself, and it's like this weird like tech scene where like robots are coming out of his body to fix him after he exploded into Titan. 
Yeah, so the reason for that is because he's basically using nanites the same way that uh, Iron Man was using them in... I, ha- I hate uh, it, though. It looks awful. It feels like such an it. unnecessary addition. Like, just have Hulk be Hulk. I mean, again, it's a question of trying to get him under control, traveling... But you could have still so had it, like, have it all in his mind. Like, he is... You know, like, that whole, like, mind... But then he wouldn't be a smash or not. He, he, he's still in space, smashing shit. He needs to be a smashtronaut, Sean. Agents of smashtronauts. Exactly. Um, Agents of smash. But yeah, and we see him go back to his universe, he's flying through the cosmos, and then on the last page we see Mjolnir flying towards him. Jonathan! Sorry, Jonathan. Grab the dog. Everybody do the clap, clap, clap. You guys get your tickets to Multiverse of Madness yet? I'm, I'm still trying to tie it up with my friends. Yeah. One of my yeah, friends. I have to convince this one to actually it. leave the house. So. Yeah. Am I gonna go on Thursday? Maybe I'll go at 9:55 in the evening to this very small auditorium. Is there a Wednesday show? Probably just gonna buy mine on the Regal app and then just go from there. Okay, bye, love you. Bye, love you. Sorry about that. It's fine. Why, when something happens, is it always you? Fuck you. Continue. Hmm. Oh, I yes. lost my train of thought. I don't even know what Mjolnir, we're talking about. Jonathan. Yeah, meow, meow, meow. Yeah, we finished the issue, Tyler. Cool. Then let's wrap it up. Uh, ratings. What are you going to rate it? Uh, I thought this was fun. I agree that this is definitely a collection. This is this entire arc was just to introduce Titan and to lead up to Banner of War. Um, yeah. And that's... What would you rate Fine. the individual issue and the arc as a whole? I think that this is really cool. I I am actually excited to see what Kate is going to do with this. So as a issue by itself, probably like an eight point five. The arc itself, probably a seven point five. Jesus, eight point five. No, this issue is like a seven point seven five for me, and the arc as a whole is like a seven. Yeah. Okay. Told you. Yeah, he sure told me. I'm hoping it picks up after the crossover. I'm still going <laughs> to give it a few more issues. The next but... few issues. I hope it picks no. up by issue four. I hope it picks up after the crossover. It picked up for me. I thought this was a lot of fun. It, I it, think that this was, was mostly just a fun arc. I think this is the best issue, but it's still just a very weak title. I, I will definitely say this. If after the Banner of War arc, it just continues to be... Hulk smash. Dronaut. This, instead of a, a more consistent plot, then yeah, I'm hopping off. Yeah, I, yeah, I like, hope that's yeah. where it starts to pick up. Compared to his yeah. Venom and Thor stuff, like, this is a big step down. Big difference. Big difference. Like, you yeah. think back to like the second issue of Venom ended with the um, the dragon flying out from the tunnel. Yeah. And how big a what-the-fuck moment that was. Oh my god, immensely. And then just this... 
yeah, it just is a big difference. Okay, you guys go to Unfortunately a noticeable. good Asian now. Okay, well, um, why don't we... Uh, I will just say this. Sean, I believe that you will actually enjoy this because this is a very good straight read-through of 10 issues. I've, I've really... I loved this. Mm-hmm. This has been a fantastic series, and yes. I was really happy to be able to read I through might, this. I might check it out eventually. I don't think you will, because you don't have actual taste. I'm catching up I mean, on a lot of stuff at the minute. Yeah, unfortunately, it's COVID. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, Josh, did um, Pornsack Pitch It Show ever actually say what this series was uh, inspired by? What was his inspiration? The one that he was asking people to guess? Oh, the, uh, the one issue, uh, I mentioned it uh, uh, last month. It was something from the mid-90s. Hold on. I told Sean what it was. Okay. Oh, it was the Invisibles number eight or something, I want to say. The Grant Morrison book? Yeah. Yes. Uh, The Invisibles number 12. I was very close. Yeah. I guess. All right. Weird. Yeah. Nobody guessed it, so nobody wins anything. Was that... That was issue number four or five, I think, of The Good Asian was modeled off of that comic from 1992 or 94. Alright, weird. Um, This series, I don't really want to get into the plot because I actually want Sean to read it, but I'm going to say this. If I had to do any series of I'm not listening so you can talk about anything. Well, I'm completely zoned out right now. Okay. He's such a joy to be around. Yeah. So this is this is based off of the uh, kind of Charlie Chan movies. Yeah. Uh, a uh, a Chinese uh, immigrant caught between the uh, Chinatown part of San Francisco and also being connected to the uh, white upper class yeah, portion. The the established Americans. You know, yeah. the Chinese are trying to get their foothold, trying to find, you know, America is advertised as the land of the free, make a new yep. life for yourself. And they are, you know, kind of corralled into Chinatown, not really able to leave unless kind of escorted. And they're trying to mm-hmm. make their lives there. And he kind of tries to bridge the gap between the two worlds and is kind of an outcast from either, the same as our supposed villain who is half Chinese half white American uh is Edison half white no I'm saying Edison is stuck you're talking about Woodward worlds but Silas Woodward okay yeah yeah yeah. who is half Chinese half white American he doesn't he says he doesn't belong anywhere Everyone sees yeah. his facial characteristics and, say, and asks, you know, a, you know, knows who he is. They know he's uh, half Chinese, half American. There's a lot of moving parts in this, and I'm actually really thankful that in the beginning pages they have this introduction of like Edison Hart, Frankie Caraway, yeah. Ivy Chen. They color because them, it is a really good. They, yeah, they do a lot to convey meaning, not just with yeah, the like dialogue. life and death. 
Yeah. They're colored differently. Or presumed life and death, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then they also have the different speech bubbles that, you know, work to tell us what language people are talking in. So... I opened to this and I thought that I missed something because yes. this jumps right into this interaction and I went back and read number nine again being really confused about why we hopped right into that. Uh, um, yeah, this first half, the first half of this issue is very confusing because this guy that's, I, I don't, uh, yeah. pers- you know, the first page that we come to, this guy that's pursuing Ruby uh, does look like uh mr caraway yeah there's just every old white man looks alike and this yeah they're just like every old it's old white man mustache suit that's him yeah so no other thought process behind it this is 30 pages long there is no back man Mm -hmm. the it's front to back is the entire story uh so the quite literally the first i don't know 10 or so pages is I, I don't know if it's deliberately confusing, but it's it's very yeah. I was thrown off by what's going on here. I it's, was it's a different so type of storytelling confused. from the the whole rest of the series. But as soon as I kind of you know got into the groove and really understood what was going on, the finish was so good. It it really was. I definitely it, it, enjoyed the it, way that this it wraps up so well. Uh, and there's the whole you know. Edison Hark will return. I will definitely read another series. Um, I, I I like that the point that they try and make is that the people are much more complicated than you first assumed. Mm-hmm. Like Edison had these ideas of who these people were in his head, how he portrayed them or thought of them, and they were all much more complicated. But at the same time, the situation that they're in is so much more simple than you thought it was. Like, um, Victoria lured Edison in to solve this. Did she lure him in? I'm trying to remember that part. But she teased this idea of, like, what if Mr. Carraway is Edison's father, even though Edison knows who his father is? Or, like, what if there was something more to, your, you know, Mr. Carraway's relationship with your mother? That's what yeah. lured him in. And we all... It was that. Frankie that that uh, oh, asked yeah. him to come. By the way, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I and then it turns out it's, I def- it's so much more simple than you thought it was. Yeah, I, I I definitely appreciate the way that it was handled. I guess I'm just I I I feel like if they just had a page extra of him sneaking into the house and then being struck by yes. Victoria, yes. I feel like it would have been. That is very sudden. It's jarring. It's just hi. Whiplash. I'm you're in her room being hit by a candlestick. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I mean, between issue one and two, some things were happening off page as well. Mm-hmm. You know, between discovering the body and O'Malley holding him at gunpoint and having him investigate the yeah, that had to have been a page that just had to get cut to get it under thirty. They could have done another panel. They could have probably fit a panel in here. He doesn't need to get hit twice. Maybe drop one of yeah. those and have him going into the house yeah that's all it needs. I, I thought that this unfortunately felt like maybe image wanted to cut an issue uh of this and that's really unfortunate uh, because this is a yeah good i don't know story. about that uh i think eight, uh, issue eight or nine in the back matter he had originally planned for nine 
but his editor told him he needed to go for 10 because there was so much more to do. Mm. They decided later on, maybe late in the game, that they needed to do 10 issues instead of 9 because the story had just a little bit more to tell right before the end. So I think it was like I that think... issue 9 or part of issue 9 and part of issue 10 that need, that needed to be stretched out just a little bit to get everything just right. And that's fine. I guess I just... The way that this first, like you said, 10 pages of this was handled in a way that felt very, like you said, jarring. I think that that's a good word to use mm -hmm. here. And yeah. it definitely doesn't make me think that this story was bad in any way, but I definitely think the way that this was handled as an issue of a comic book could have been done better with that regard. Yeah. That being said, the loose ends being tied together you know, explaining what happens and how things are going to resolve, all really good. But what I really appreciate is the allowing of the reader to kind of put some things together without some things being directly said. Like, you don't know what happens to Victoria afterwards. All you know is that she slit her wrists and you can put those pieces together yourself. You don't know where she's going. You don't have her actually directly say it's because I love you, Edison, or explain mm -hmm. why she gets so involved. It allows the reader to really just put these things together and make those assumptions without it being an open end that feels frustrating. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what you think about the way it was ended. I really enjoyed the ending. The The dialogue, uh, you know, Edison, not exactly explaining the whole case, but the moral basically explaining the moral tying you know chop suey to being a american invention well chinese invention in america to kind of bridge the gap and make the chinese more uh amenable accessible yeah to the americans like we don't need to stay the chinese we can become something new not american but you know something more than we were before Mm -hmm. I, I'm i still kind of thrown by the fact that he has like this new face which is a very like soap opera-esque thing to do but not that far-fetched yeah. for a noir uh, story I gotta look up Charlie Chan again but I think maybe they're trying to make him look more like the actor for Charlie Chan uh, maybe I don't know um, it's a weird twist no, no he doesn't look like him Here's my other question is now that he has this face, I mean, and he's, you know, been declared dead and he's whatever. Dead. I mean, he's, I just don't understand. I mean, dead or wanted. It shows him, you know, he spent of... all that time being learning to become a detective. And then he just like is, has yeah. surrendered so it. Now I he guess... becomes a, a private detective. I mean, it's not as hard back then to create a new identity for yourself. Yeah, that's very so true. He can still like drop the being a police officer, but still become like, a well-renowned detective with a shady past. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the last little bit, in 1943, America, looking to China as an ally against warring Japan, lifted the Chinese Exclusion Act. Yay. The number of Chinese allowed to <laughs> enter the country was finally expanded. Yay. To no more than 105 immigrants a year. Wow. Boo. Other laws would continue restricting Asians and Arabs from entering America until the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1965. 
Yeah. Um. Okay, maybe this is just me. Did they actually explain what happened to Edison's mom? Like Edison, with I Martinez. Mean, with what? With Martinez, because it it seems to be implying that Martinez was a uh, patsy. Yes, it I, it's in here. It's his talking with uh, Mr. Caraway, which is basically Edison found the, his mom's murderer several months later. The the wife beater was the his mom's murderer. Oh, the what he said I found. That's why he talked about the brooch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where is this? Yeah. Uh, a while back, I responded to a murder. Some bruiser cracked his old lady's head, but was what really got me was the brooch around her neck. It was one of a kind and stolen from your mansion the night Ma was murdered. Turns out the wife Jesus. beater took it. So that wife beater was his mom's murder. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, guess that Edison took his revenge there. Maybe. I... <laughs> And that would explain why he was so harsh on him in the beginning and why he couldn't explain it to other people. Mm -hmm. That's just interesting. I wonder, I mean, he's he's implying to, that Mason was doing it because he was trying to, like, wrap things up, right? He didn't want Edison to... Yeah. You're, you know, in your rush to appease me, you know, make, you know, I don't know how to say appease, but you wanted to do anything you could, so you accepted, like not the best solution you didn't accept mm -hmm. the killer you you accepted a quick solution just to prove that you know things would work in my favor hmm. what if you had to describe this series to somebody to try to get them into it like how would you pitch this to somebody well i would definitely mention that it's a noir mm -hmm. uh I don't know if you would call it like a fish out of water because he's he's coming from this is not his territory uh mm. not the, he he's coming from hawaii he's been asked to come to somewhere he had not been before to solve a murder well mm -hmm. a missing person case and so I mean, I think the way that I would try to describe it is I would picture Dick Tracy and Criminal, more specifically the Ed Brubaker Criminal uh, run from 2012, uh, and bring those two together to highlight a crime story that has very strong, heavy themes and tones with uh, a... the experience of the uh, of an Asian male or female, realistically, in America, especially during this time period, you know, obviously with it's a, a timely complex, well-rounded set of characters. There, yeah, there really absolutely. aren't that many one-dimensional characters here. No, no, not at all. I mean, maybe O'Malley, but even then, they they explain his drinking is because he found his fucking kid dead. Yeah. You know? uh, so I I've compared this to the the tv show warrior which uh occurs pretty much the same way as this where our main character comes to america at the start he's not coming from mm -hmm. hawaii he's coming from china uh but he's navigating in the same area san francisco chinatown navigating 
the navigating Chinatown as well as, you know, the upper middle class or even uh, the lower class uh, Irish community as well. Mm-hmm. And that that is definitely like I I, I would describe that as well I mean, as like a fish out of water. But it bookends the Chinese Exclusion Act very well because Warrior mm-hmm. leads up to the Chinese Exclusion Act in America around San Francisco, and this occurs towards the very end of the Chinese Exclusion Act. Have you watched the new HBO's Perry Mason? It's on my list. It's really fucking good. I, yeah, and honestly, I would I would say that list. that that feel that feeling mm-hmm. that you have from in that is very much what I get in yeah. this, especially well, with the Perry narration. Mason is a very well established character, and this is supposed to be more like yeah. Perry Mason the early years. So mm-hmm. I think of I don't, I don't know much about Perry Mason, but I think of you know uh, Dick Tracy or Columbo. You probably should. Yeah. I don't know much about Charlie Chan. I know my dad does. You should also think about Charlie Chan because that's what you know really inspires this character as well. A lot, sure, but I definitely, I mean, Charlie Chan is a very strange character. I mean, obviously, like he was a Honolulu police detective as well, so yeah, <laughs> you know, connection right there. Yeah. But I think if they um, come back for another series, they're going to need a, a whole new cast of characters. He's going to need, you know, yeah. new people that are working for him. Obviously, new people he's working against. Whole new case. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it follows the uh, story for Charlie Chan, he's going to have, you know, a family with, uh, you know, kind of kid sidekicks eventually. Yeah. So, what would you rate it? Uh, this issue... Rate the final... Started, like, rate this issue as a finale and then rate the whole yeah, series as a as finale, a it, the very end is very satisfying. It wraps it up. Uh, I like the way that they wrap up each character. The first ten pages, kind of rough. But overall, it's a very satisfying ending. Uh, definitely like a 9.25. Could have been a little higher if the first 10 pages wasn't that bad uh as a series uh, that's a high score considering you said like 10 pages of it weren't that good yeah it, i know i know it's you go back and read it and it makes a bit more sense but it's still like weird because the next 20 pages are great uh, and then I, series as a whole series as a whole is around the same like it it's much well put together uh i didn't go back and reread it as a whole so it, uh, I might have stronger feelings if I read the whole thing together. It is such a better read straight through. Yeah. Uh, so I might go do that. Uh, it's definitely in the nines uh, as a whole. I would rate this series as a whole as a 9 or a 9.25. I'm really frustrated with how that beginning part was handled. Yeah. Again, maybe if I just jump from 9 directly into it but i did that yeah but i try not to let that hold the score down too much because it did so well at finishing the story uh you know there's not really much to question at the end here why i definitely feel like i want to give this another read through Mm -hmm. because it is a very stimulating thought-provoking well-articulated story 
mm-hmm. and I'm kind of curious about going back and reading Pitchett Schultz Infidel just because of this. So, but without a reread, what would you rate this issue as a finale? This issue, I would say it's still really good. I would say it's more like an eight, eight point five, somewhere between there for me. So an eight point two five. Okay. It's just that that jump into that was really frustrating for me, and I feel. Yeah, I just searched up online and like looked at the pages, and it did seem like it just kind of. It stuff just kind of happened to yeah out of nowhere which fine that's okay but give this issue another five to, pages i wonder if the goal was to kind of to throw us off in those first couple of pages just probably make us go what's going on here what are we doing yeah keep the mystery alive but, just a little bit longer while we go what's going on here how does this tie in yeah but you know that's that's just how it ended up being. But okay, I still recommend it to people. So let's move on to the Nice House on Lake number eight by James Tynan the Fourth and Alvaro Martinez. So this was a really good issue, but I and I have no complaints about it really. I guess my immediate thought process was this is. Does Walter have the ability to turn back, make things go back to what it was prior when people were still sad and aware of what's going on outside in the world? Because if he has the ability to change some memories and alter I some things. I felt like he has the power. The power to change their it's memories, interesting. alter their minds. Yeah. I mean, he's got the power to make them forget things or maybe lock things Yeah, we saw that. I've got the power. Maybe all, maybe all those memories are still in their head because. Sometimes people, I think there's been certain times where people remember him telling them to forget. So I think those memories mm-hmm. are just locked away for right now. I am really happy about the interaction between Nora and Walter because mm-hmm. otherwise this would have just been an issue where Walter once again is sad about the people that he ends up developing a relationship with. And honestly, I'm getting a little tired of that. Yeah. To be honest with you, I feel like that's getting really yeah, exhausting. Well, issue eight of twelve. So yeah, and I I already get it. I I understand who Walter is at that point. Like, give me more to than that because now I want what's going on in the rest of the issue. Yeah. But again, can't be critical of it because he he jumped from that into the what's going on with Ryan and Nora, his conversation with Nora, which I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you guys know who the acupuncturist is? I don't know who the fuck this dude is. I don't remember seeing him speak once. He's the boyfriend of the reporter. Is that who that is? Yeah. There's only because so to me guys he's here. just been like this hippie. Yeah, he, I, he hasn't done much yet. Uh, his epi- no. his issue is next. I mean, uh, Sarah hasn't really done a whole lot until now. The consultant. Yeah. This is her issue, it's and int- she doesn't really get a lot of space here. No. Is it just me, or is it... I feel like the characters that are sticking out the most are the comedian, Walter, The few that were established Nora. in the first few issues. Yes. But they yeah. still get to and take kinda... a bit of the limelight. Nora, uh, the comedian is David, uh, Ryan, the original artist. I think Reggie has mm-hmm. kind of taken you know more of a center stage now that... He and Ryan are tied to each other. I mean, he he's helping with designing all of these new buildings. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know exactly what's going on uh, between Walter and Ryan. They're just like, uh, you were kind of a new toy. We're not exactly sure why you were even here to begin with. Why she was I chosen feel... over Reggie. But she's kind of fallen out of I... favor with Walter. I think that that is because of what Ryan, how Ryan was behaving before. And I think that Walter can't make a choice, make an actual final decision. And so like he... she's too much of a threat to him like she's too smart and she's gonna figure everything out so he needs to keep her at an arm's length i think that he doesn't want to kill anybody that he has developed a relationship with to the point where he wants to have his cake and eat it too but he cannot and Nora is trying to explain that to him I don't, and he just is not i don't know why 12 is the magic number here because if ryan is such an inconvenience he could isolate her in another building as well that's the that's the test i guess that's that's what the alien yes. demon people yeah. are saying because it's a I magic mean, number. The end of the series here, or the issue, is Ryan basically discovering that Nora is right there on the other side of the window. Mm-hmm. The mirror. So, I guess what I'm saying is, the, it's not poorly written. It's not a bad issue. I guess I am just saying that it's just it was there, really good that Tiny and... Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, how many times can we flash back to before the thing started? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I, I don't mind the flashbacks. I'm yeah. just tired of having the we're, same we're characterization kind of, of Walter. We're waiting for things to move on just a little bit for the rest of the plot to get underway. Yeah, I kind of yeah. want a little bit more going on now. We're eight issues into a twelve-issue <clears throat> series, and Four I don't. Issues uh, we'll see how we're kind of waiting for this to pick up, get to the climax, and resolve. Yeah. Yeah. The first half definitely felt better than the second half so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. What, uh, I don't know, what do you think, Sean? I feel like you're being a little quiet. Um, I sort of share the same thoughts as you. It's kind of getting to the point where it's a little repetitive, and the things I want to see, it's only giving me little crumbs of each issue. Mm-hmm. Like, I, my, the best part right now is the group dynamic and seeing them adapt, and now mm-hmm. we're kind of seeing them forget that they have to survive, or forget mm-hmm. the world's ended. I feel like a crucial element has been taken out of the group dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think they needed all of these pages to show what they're designing. Like, there were all these little interspersed pages with the spa and the treehouse. It I almost feels like a Hickman. Like, well, before, the, in the previous issues, we've had page. the lists and, like, what they've been buying, what they've yeah, been asking for fine. on the lists. I don't think these add as much. The, observ- uh, the observatory. I think they just needed, like, one page with all these different designs. They didn't need all the extra pages with that. Maybe. Hmm. I'm still enjoying the series. I can't but help it but wonder. Feel... Yeah. It does feel just a little lacking. I can't help but wonder if I would feel the same way that I did about the Good Asian towards this if I just do a straight read through. I mean, you. It's a maybe. I feel like the six month gap kind of killed some of yeah. my interest. And I completely forgot who all the characters were because of that. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm happy that there's the, you know, graph there. We've got the acupuncturist, and we've got the doctor left. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember the scientist issue. I think that was the issue where it just did not focus on her at all. 
Because right. there was one where it really just more sort of focused on Walter and the group as a whole. Yeah. Um, yeah, we need, like, another... We've got this guide to the characters back here. But maybe we should have another guide to the characters where it's, like, all the interpersonal relationships between each other. Because I can kind of remember... <sighs> Veronica and Molly are kind of in a relationship or they're sharing the room. Yeah. Just Charlie pointing at his board. Yeah. Of like all these characters' relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Yeah, so this is, there is kind else of... You... Not really a low point, but it is kind of... We're in a bit <coughs> of a lull. Yeah. A little bit. But I feel like that that's got to be the artistic choice to make you feel like oh but we're a bunch of yeah, stuff happens yeah and we Tony's gotta done that let everybody take a breath for a minute yeah maybe we'll see what the next issue brings. maybe um i don't know do we want to rate it yeah sure. i'm gonna give it like a i'm gonna give Good. it an eight yeah agreed it's still very good it's still a very good series but just at this point, I'd need kind of the next big thing to happen. Yeah. It feels like we're in the tail end where we should be getting revelations left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. And so far, we've had two kind of very middling issues. Yes. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that moves us along. Uh, to Batman the Night number four by Chip Zdarsky. So this starts another little mini arc type thing. Mm -hmm. This is obviously a ten issue series, but it seems interwoven with like we had the first issue that stood alone. We had the two part Paris story, and now we've got the first issue of a North Korea story. Mm. Every other page is an advertisement. It's. It just takes me out. Yeah, that's why you got to read digital, Josh. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Like even a two-page spread for Flashpoint Beyond, while I'm still trying to read the issue, it's so many yeah. pages that are just another two-page spread. So many goddamn advertisements in this. Well, it's like I'm trying to get to the action. Next page. Next page, maybe. Yeah. It does disrupt the flow a lot. And I'm paying, you know, five dollars for all the with all these advertisements. Yeah, uh, it's really not worth it. They shouldn't have these many advertisements. Uh, so I I meant to look this up before. Uh, do you guys know anything about this Master Karigi, or whoever this I Anton is? I think he's I think he's a new character. Anton, I did think maybe could be. Ghost Maker from the recent stuff. Okay. However, That's... there's nothing I checked and the names aren't the same at all. Okay. So, this, so I the think they're new assassins. characters. The group of assassins that are coming in, I kind of think maybe those are part yeah. of... Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. So I, I like how... So this series that we've, we've been reading... Uh, Chip Zdarsky is, you know, covering the same ground that a lot of people have covered before, but he's kind of reimagining and working everything together. Yeah, he's bringing a lot of pieces together. Yeah. 
And because like I, we've I had don't hate Bruce, it. it's not like oh my god, you know, he's like completely reinventing the guild or you know, yeah, uh, he's not really. I, I'm trying but to figure out the best way to describe it. Like he's doing it in a very uh, in a not unique and innovative, but uh, creative way of re reimagining these characters. Like they're still basically the same kind of people. But it's yeah. a new kind of situation. Yeah. And I think it's a very fun read. Um, I like the character work he's doing. And when it was first announced, it was like, oh, it's revisiting his origin story. Yay. Yeah. Never had a story like, like that guys, before. I know. Yeah. Trust me. And he ends up coming in and he's telling a very enjoyable story about this. Uh, it's very compelling. We care about the characters. We've had one issue, and it's already built Anton up as a character I'm somewhat invested in. Yes. Yeah. And he's got his own... We've got our own suspicions on him after the yeah. end of the issue. There's yeah. more to this guy. He's he's in on the ruse. Yeah. And I feel like it built the new assassins up as a threat in one issue. It built this master up as a very suspicious figure all in one issue. I think it did a great job at setting up this mini arcs mystery. Yeah. So, if we're going in like three issue arcs, you know, we've still got two more issues. Maybe by the end of the next issue, there will be a falling out between Bruce and Anton. Yeah. And maybe this is a character we see sort of in issue nine or ten or something. Or maybe Chip takes him and puts him in his main Batman run. Yeah. So, we're, we're slowly building up our Batman. Uh, he's learned to be a detective. He's learned all sorts of martial arts and how to fight, use tools. Uh, I mean, what else is there on the path to becoming Batman? Is there maybe something to do with technology? Or he's just going to become, like, a programmer for a couple of years and come with a... come to an addiction to Mountain Dew and Cheetos... Yeah. But what else is there that Bruce needs to do to become uh, Batman? Maybe bulk up? Yeah, he needs to become one with the shadows. Because I, I think being the cat burglar was kind of part of that. Like he. Yeah, true. Um, I guess something to do with tech. He needs to do a weekend intensive course at uh, mechanics. He needs to get on to learn how to gallery. build a cost. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't quite know where it's going to take us next. I don't uh, know if the solicits have shed any light on it. Yeah. Well, what other parts of the world are, you know, really pivotal towards his development? He, he's been to Paris, which wasn't really tied to him, but it definitely was part of the skill learning. Yeah, like that tied in with Descartes, who's been an established character yeah. for a while. So, um, does he need to go and train under Ra's al Ghul? Or, you know, go fight, become a guerrilla um, war, learn guerrilla warfare from Death's Do you Do you want spoilers for where he goes next? No. Okay. I could look up the Yeah, the too. spoiler for the next few issues do tell. Oh, okay, we're seeing the return of something from, I think it was Batman Shaman. Mm -hmm. 
where we saw this before, or it might be something else. No, this wasn't Shaman. This was a short story in something. Yeah. Maybe Did he hunt a werewolf the... in something? Maybe we need to see the creation of his rogues gallery. Do we need to see the Joker fall in acid again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe the last couple of issues will be him in his first days as Batman. Or maybe that'll be the end. Is um, I've just read up to issue seven and... Yeah, he... I'm not going to say anything because you don't want spoilers, but um, it looks like there's some interesting stuff coming up. Okay. Tyler, you got anything? I didn't read this. Oh, okay. Fuck you. <laughs> Why? It's good. I I mean, the art's good, story's good. I like, I mean, I think the dialogue's pretty good, too. Yeah. It's a very well-written book. Why didn't you read it, Tyler? Just didn't have time to. You had a week, almost. Sure. Sure. Move along. Sure. Uh, you guys spent, you guys spent well. 20 minutes talking about good Asians, so I'm going to take my time with this. That's fine. I can't right, make this last 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to give this like a... Eight point. I feel like eight point seven five is too high and eight point five is yeah. too low. Nah, eight, eight two five, eight point five feels about right. Yeah, I give it an eight point five. It's it it's a very good book. Mm -hmm. And fuck you, Tyler. Okay. And what's next? Did you tell me? World's Finest Number 2 by Mark Wade it. and Dan Moore. Yeah. Josh, you didn't read this? No. No, I did not. Fuck you. I didn't even look at it. I dare not look at it. I'm not worthy. Uh, okay, it... Sean. Sean, shut the fuck up and listen to me really quick. We all make mistakes. Josh, shut the fuck up. Sean. Tyler, In all seriousness here. <laughs> how great is it to have Mark Wade back it feels like a breath of fresh air it's so great it really really is and I'm so so happy he's doing this because this is I love this I feel like your so much. comparison to Captain America number zero where you said, like, Mark Wade's telling the same style of story, but pulling it off so much better. And I do agree with that. Better. This is, like... Yeah. It is, like, a campy Silver Age story with a lot of cheesy comic booky elements, but it's a lot of fun. Like, we give each other a lot of shit, but in actuality, we actually have a lot of the same opinions. I feel that... I disagree this... with that. <laughs> I, I feel that your choice of word camp is actually really well done here. And I think it's, it's fitting. Um, but it's comic book camp and that has that silver age feel to it. And I love that. It didn't make me feel like I was reading somebody who didn't understand comics. Mark Wade understands the characters, the comic books. He understands how to make you engaged. Dan Mora does a fantastic job 
of telling the story with the characterization of these characters, excuse me. And I love it. I really want to know what's going on between Supergirl and Robin. I really want to know more about uh, the Doom Patrol and what Mark Wade wants to do with that. And this is like classic Doom Patrol too, so this is fantastic. Um, this choice with Billy Batson and Felix Faust. I mean, he's just going all over the DC universe at this point, and I am for it. I love yeah, this. Yeah, this book is a... What's the word I'm trying to think of? You tell me. Yeah, he's just sort of going all over the place. He's sort of exploring the universe through these two characters. Yeah. And their relationships with these other characters. I, I'm... I... <clears throat> And you can tell. My only complaint. You can tell Wade just wants to have fun with this book. Yes. He's not doing like he did with Flash or he did with Fifty Two. He's not coming in to change the universe. He just no. wants to have fun with these characters again that he hasn't been able to use for a long time. Yeah. I. My only complaint with Mark Wade is that I know that he hops off really fast. He did a short. short he did like a hundred issues of Flash. He did a short, short, short. Uh, run on all new all different Avengers a short 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 run on Captain America uh, his Black Widow stuff was awesome I that was always a 12 really, issue mini though well yeah and I accept that but I just I really wish that he would stick around a little bit longer for some of these characters because I mean he just does comics really really well and I just I'm going to be sad when he retires from it one day, if he ever retires from it. And I, I would really like to see him span out to some of my favorite characters. I, I just, it makes me sad, you know? I, I, I'm i really looking forward to the Green Lantern issue when that comes out. I'm really yeah. looking forward to seeing what he does with Shazam, because God knows that, you know, him and Shazam, anything is going to be fantastic. I, I love this book, and I did not want to pick up this book, but I'm really happy I did. Yeah, it's it's just such a fun book. I think this might be the last issue we discuss on the show, though. Because I don't feel there's enough meat issue to issue to have a meaningful conversation. I feel like we're just going to be praising Mark Wade. Well, okay, why don't we talk about the plot then? I mean, we're this is following the Metallo uh, stabbing Superman with red kryptonite yeah. and... The very comic booky elements of Mark Wade being like <laughs> having him do surgery on Superman and be like, it's actually in his blood. Oh no, how are we going to do that? And then they get the negative man to go, go fly through his 600,000 miles <laughs> of blood vein, blood vessels to like irradiate Superman. I just love that. It's so, that's so yeah. ham fisted silly, and I just, I adore that. Um,. I am kind of curious if that means that he's going to bring back Metallo. Um, it does make me wonder if the, there was a lot of point to that uh, initial first plot, or if it's like you said, he's just going to kind of bounce around. I don't really want him to bounce around so much that it loses plot. No, I think he might tie it back eventually, but I think it is going to be sort of a roller coaster of a book. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I. I want to see things tied together, and I'm not really worried about that with him. I can definitely see it being something that slips through the cracks, but... Yeah. 
But yeah, no, I don't think there's enough meat issue to issue to really discuss every week. I mean, and we are introduced to a very interesting new character that is called yeah, we should the... mention that. Neza. Niza. I don't know how to Yeah, but he's it. called the demon something... Nisha. Yeah. Um... I don't know what he what his title is. The demon something. Uh, when he gets uh shown in the actual book with like the the very like lion's mane esque yeah, the kind devil of figure. Neza. The devil Neza, yeah. I love that. I think this yeah. is interesting. I think that this is a. My immediate first thought was that's so cool. My second thought was, damn, I really hope this character doesn't fade away. Because yeah. it was like Larson said, like introductions of interesting, cool characters happens all the time, but that doesn't mean that that character is going to get picked up later, you know? No, but Wade might just use this as a blank canvas to create his own stuff, have a lot of fun with, and then if other writers decide to pick it up in the future, they can do. Yeah, kind of like what Brian Bendis did with uh, Rogel Czar, you know? The sooner we forget about that character, the better. I liked it. I I think that that's an interesting character, he, he, and I actually he, he, hope that he looked like Doomsday, and he got tricked into blowing up Krypton. He didn't and get tricked into blowing up Krypton. He did it because he wanted to wipe out Kryptonite, Kry Kryptonians. Didn't the Quintessence light him and say, "Oh, you, they killed your brother"? Uh, I think that there was a correlation between the two, but I'll have to go back and read that. But from no, what I, I remember, it was I because thought... he was a racist. No, I'm pretty sure the quintessence manipulated him into doing it. Bendis really didn't I'll flesh out check. any of that plot. I think that well, well, that's that's besides the point. That's not this issue. We'll talk about that another time. But um, ratings: eight point seven five, nine point two five. It was a good, a lot of fun, but I don't think it had that emotional weight that it needed to push it into the ninth. Like, I need a very emotional page or a sequence that just makes me go, Jesus, to really push it that next level higher. I can I can see that. Yeah, that's a good point. I would give it a nine then. <laughs> Bring it down just that quarter point. <laughs> Literally unreadable uh, nine. I just love this, and I am gonna think about this issue for a for a minute now. You know, and Dan Mora doing this. Thank God for Dan Mora doing this. Yeah. Ugh. All right. What's next? Um, we are doing Night of the Ghoul numbers one to six by Scott Snyder and Francesca Francavilla. This was a lot. Yeah. Um. So this, the whole series. It's we spoke about a few of the previous issues, but it's a this. Bit film digitizer trying to find the missing pieces of an old horror movie mm -hmm. hang on a second october november december january february march april it skipped so a month. did it take a month off yeah okay the release schedule for all these comicsology books is so uneven yeah like scott the we have demons one was billed as an ongoing and then after three issues they were like oh that's the end guys um, so. Claire was originally solicited as an ongoing, and now they're like, oh, miniseries. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the the modern day stuff really got stretched out. Like, there was a lot of fluff in the modern day yeah. story. The movie or retelling of what happened in the past 
I thought that was really, really compelling. The yeah. Strips of film that we see or the actual comic uh, retellings. That's really interesting, but like the the modern day stuff really got stretched out. Like a yeah, bunch of I I liked cut. I liked the beats in the modern day story, but yeah, it was very decompressed. Yeah. As much as I really loved this, I I mean I agree. I really feel like this was very rough art throughout a lot of no parts, i liked which is the art. frustrating i thought frank did a good i'm not job. criticizing it i'm not saying to the point i'm not criticizing it to the point where i'm saying this is shit but i am saying that this was my criticism is extending to the parts where he does so well are these really intriguing you know creations of monsters the uh reactions and emotions of the characters there are just a lot of times where it kind of feels like he just threw something on a page to kind of rush through, you know? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible, but I think it still kind of matches his style yeah. throughout. He seems very consistent. Sure. I yeah. agree. And that's why I say that it's not it's not necessarily a fair criticism of me, right? Because like I, I can see those moments and I'm like, eh. But it's the way that he does it, right? Yeah. I don't know. Can we jump to I, the end and all of the revelations? Yeah. Because the whole, like, oh, this was one big misunderstanding, and the people that are, you know, keeping this guy prisoner are the good guys. And they at no point tell the guy off for trying to rescue this guy. Like, oh, you're in the know about all this stuff, but you need to go. Not... We're almost done. Tonight we're going to kill this monster. Hey, you want to join in? You want to be part of our club? You know, you can come down. You can stab this guy. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel it weird that they would humor him being transported to another facility due to insurance reasons. And because that was the excuse he used to get in there in the first place. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good twist. Well, but why did the doctor throw up insects on him a few issues previous? Because he was housing the tincture concoction inside of himself. He was producing the poison, oh, okay. well, the the cure, or the killing poison for the creature yeah. inside of himself. Okay. I don't know why there needs to be a bunch of like bourgeoisie rich people whatever in the basement with their blood boys i don't know why any of that is <laughs> like there's a whole kind of orgy going on downstairs like we kill the beast tonight but first blood orgy <laughs> evil dies tonight we better be on our guard because you know the cult of flies could be upon us at any time hey you want to fuck I found the whole plot between the mother and son where she was like, oh, that's a good luck, Beetle. You're in the hospital and I got you a toy with a fucking a whatever nurse. it was on it. Yeah, but I just found that whole scene awkward. I was like, oh, is she in the other society? Yeah. And I was trying to remember yeah. what the other society was called. I was you like, are they the society of Beetles or something? Yeah, she just seemed like such an awkward character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, didn't the kid's phone die? Did he plug it in and charge it somewhere? I forget. Who the fuck knows? That kid would make a good Robin. <laughs> if if both his parents died, 
Yeah. <laughs> and the cult yeah. of flies was there all along, just waiting to strike and pick up the beast. Yeah, well, I guess they were being protected by the... They were being, like, deterred by the other cult. The beasts in the tunnels and the wolves and everything. Yeah. Like, in retrospect, there's a lot of weird stuff that, like, happens to... In the story, that's more of, like, a red herring to keep us guessing that these guys are the bad guys. Sure. So, uh, I mean, this is definitely, like... This could definitely be like a very. It, it is a very standard horror movie. It, yeah, it, that ending especially. Is a very like, good example. Yeah, the end was such a horror movie ending. Yeah, I don't mind. Except it. for that last. No, page, I, it's I don't not know a complaint. Yeah, okay. the ep the epilogue felt very forced, but like the last page, it was like, oh, now the creatures and him. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, so am I. Like, you know. yeah, this whole story was very cinematic, and like you could picture it as a movie perfectly. Yeah, totally. Th this would make a pretty good movie. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna make a lot of mo money, but I think it depends it how a lot of, good it is. Yeah, it could definitely get a lot of good, a lot of praise. Uh, this don't give it like to Blumhouse. Gary Doberman. Blumhouse would make a good make this a good film. Blumhouse would do a good job with that. Yeah. Is it Blumhouse or Bloomhouse? It's Bloomhouse. He just doesn't know how to pronounce things. He puts the wrong emphasis on this wrong syllable. Hey, uh, Mark Millar. Those in glass houses exactly. should not throw stones. God damn it. Sean says Mulan. Uh, Tyler says Constantine. It's We're Constantine. All birds of a feather in here. We flock together? Yes. I'm on a flocked Sean, so that works. Yeah, keep me out of that whenever we all get together. <laughs> I have nightmares about that. Tyler won't take I no for an do. answer. You don't say no to me. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. All right. What else? Ratings or something else you want to talk? Yeah, about? Yeah, ratings. Uh, is there anything else Sean to talk got about? Us into this. No, just it was just a lot of fun. Like yeah, it didn't. It kind of did do that big Snyder thing at the end, but like, there was no intergalactic gods fighting or anything, so yeah, it gets that, that gives it an extra point. Yeah. All right, Scott. So tell us about how the story is going to start. All right. So there's a dad, uh huh, and his son, uh huh, mm -hmm. and then like fast forward twenty issues later, now they're intergalactic gods, but they form together like Voltron. And there's Sean there's got to be a, there's got to be a magic metal in there that's the key to defeating them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And a life lesson learned about the relationship between father and son. And a very weird creature. Something no, he's never really written about father and horns? son before. He, he, Damien appeared like once in all his Batman stuff. Yeah, you're right. I don't... He also appeared in one page of the first Metal series. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. Alright. Um, honestly, I thought this was a lot of fun. I'm going to give it, like... As a finale, I think it wrapped everything up nicely and it had that very cheesy horror movie ending that I love. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give it, like, as a final issue, a 9. And the series as a whole, like, an 8.5. That's a lot of praise for a Scott Snyder book. From you. It, 
it's one of his better efforts of recent years. Better, but I don't know if it's like superb. No, uh, but I'm a sucker for these kind of horror movies. Yeah, I'm not like. Yeah, I am too. Horror movies don't really hold me that well, and I thought this was fine. It, I mean, good. It was good. It's just not great for me. Like, oh, okay, yeah. we're doing the big twist ending. A couple different twists here. You know, it it it's fine enough, but I think it paints previous issues in a bad light. There was the whole modern day kind of being stretched out and fluffy. The backstory, that really grabbed me. And the story overall is very good. But I think it could have been better. Uh, it's like overall, maybe like an 825 and this issue was 875. It's one of the better issues of the series, but it's still the series overall is yeah. You know, still only I like can see it point... for what it is, but it's not exactly my cup of tea. You're still only like 0.25 behind me on both scores. Was it? I gave it like a 9 for this issue and an 8.5 overall. Okay. And you gave it an 8.75 and an 8.25. Hmm. Tyler's going to give it a 9.25. I'm going to give it an 8.5 overall okay. for both the final issue and the total arc. Okay. I felt like this was a good uh, final issue, but I definitely... I thought it was the right ending. I think that the series as a whole was good. I definitely just don't... I wasn't blown away, I guess, is the thing. I, I feel like yeah, it, I wasn't... it would have been cooler if you could reread it. There's not really much rereadability. Like, you go back and read it... Maybe like, to see if they teased the other... Guys are the cult, hmm. That these guys were the... Lion Brigade? Was that what they were called? Eagle Brigade? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, but rereading it it's like oh it, it doesn't really make sense that these guys are part of the eagle brigade the legion of the scarab oh okay i think the eagle team, brigade the te- no the team that became <laughs> the team that became the legion of the scarab was the eagle brigade oh yeah it was sorry yeah oh my god we totally just made fun of him and we're totally the wrong here <laughs> e- no it's eagle, he's on top baby eagle company eagle company Oh, okay. It still sounds um, like a Boy Scout troop, but okay. But yeah, Josh, you have ten seconds to laugh at us. <laughs> that was like a, a one second. That's you have fine. nine I, more. I don't need it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not that. He's not that petty. He he knows yeah. he. Yeah. He knows he got the last laugh. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, any oh. shoutouts? Yes. I have shoutouts. No, Sean, do your. No, thing. no one cares about your shitty Mark Guggenheim book. I wanted to talk about that. Was there I, actually I just, an issue this week? No, no, no. I, I had the, oh. the ending for Last Flight out. Oh, I just wanted over. to run you guys through and see if you could predict how it went. All right. Felicity showed up and saved the day because she was brave and strong. Yes. You're close. Uh, you're, you're an Elon Musk type. You know, billionaire, trillionaire, quadrillionaire who designs... I fucked Johnny Depp's wife. Jesus. <laughs> Your wife dies and leaves you with a 10-year-old kid who you neglect for 30 years. That sounds about right. <laughs> you're about 20, You're about 24 Jesus. hours from leading the human race off-world, and your daughter is not on the plane or on the ship. What do you do? Um, uh, post a tweet. No. you got to fly to Chicago with a bunch of mercenaries, your, your guards, to... Uh, 
get your daughter out of Chicago. But he when wouldn't you get do there, that. He'd, he'd just leave the planet. Yeah, but when you get there, there's a wrinkle. What's the wrinkle? In time? Yeah. Your Her boyfriend, your former, your former uh, protege, has been uh, kidnapped by the local warlord. Then what do you do? What are you? What are you doing? I was right trying now? to see if are you guys playing... could guess what happens next. No one can it's, guess it's what happens next. It's just the next. standard Mark Guggenheim fair. What do you mean standard Mark Guggenheim? I don't know what standard Mark Guggenheim is. Uh, I don't know if that means that there's a blood can... boy in one issue. Or... <laughs> there is oh, no standard. He makes it up as he goes along. Yeah, there's no plan. Whatever. There's no arc. This yeah, that's called fiction, Sean. Whatever. All right. No, but next fiction up. has an arc. He's just like, oh, here's an idea, and here's the next idea. And like none it's of this makes sense, so I'm just gonna keep throwing. And the connections between us, man. Family. And then everything goes wrong, but at the last minute we figure out something technology, technology, that will save us all. But I must sacrifice myself in order for you to live. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, and then we've got We Live, Age of the Palladians, white number two. Which is just a clusterfuck. I <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Did you listen to it with on. the music? It, I, I didn't even scan the QR code. Because the QR code was on the last page. And I was just, what the fuck is happening? I don't know what's going on. It is what the fuck is going on? And then, that was no, actually and then nothing. This just makes no sense. There's all sorts of things happening. And it there's just no linearity to it. There's just, this happens. And then this happens. And then this happens. And none of it makes any sense. I have no idea what they're talking about. It's like I missed five issues. I'm glad I didn't pick this up. I, I just don't understand. Like, how? Why did this happen? It's terrible. I gotta stop. I, I, gotta, I just I quit gave, it. I gave up on that series as soon as they introduced superheroes. Yeah. As like They're a not even doing haunting like tale, like that first issue where you see the boy run into the house and he's like, "Oh, where's Mister, whatever his name is," and then you just see like it's the rope so hanging. Weird. It was depressing as fuck, and like that page hit me, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then yeah. you get like four issues later, and they're all turning into superheroes, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, I don't know. What in the goddamn? I thought fuck. maybe they would be able to so uh, do something with the next series, Age of Palladians, and I mean. Black one and white one were decent enough, but this is just incoherent. Josh, unsubscribe to no. it now. I, I'm going to. Take it off it's, your list. I don't now. What do you mean you're going to? Do it do now! It. Do it live on air. <laughs> live on air. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it now. Oh, God. You talking about that makes me want to go fucking have diarrhea. Okay, what are your picks you of the both. week? Team. A we live age of the Palladians. I swear to God. Um. You know, as much as I loved the Good Asian, I honestly feel like World's Finest for me was the one that I enjoyed the most. Okay. Well, that leaves me to pick Good Asian because that was the pick of the week. Excellent. Uh, mine's pretty tied between the Knight and World's Finest. They are both great issues. Because Tyler went for World's Finest, I'll go with The Knight, just to be different. Okay, guys. <laughs> You're so edgy and cool. You're so different. Alright. 
Well, uh, what else do we do at this point in the, in the show? I don't well, we need to go through next week's stuff. This yeah, is going to take another hour. Yeah, we're not kidding, Jesus. First off, we have Justice League 75, The Death of the Justice League. This is the finally. issue that sets up Dark Crisis. Oh, we're finally Yay. getting the death uh, of the Justice League? Yeah. Are they really going to die? Finally. No. I hope so. Um, we have the first issue of... Kill Amazing them all, Peter! <laughs> I've, I've, I've stared at that meme so fucking much, you don't understand how often I've just stared laughing at my phone at that fucking meme. Zack Spider understands these characters. Kill them all. <laughs> Did you say uh, Peter? Oh, yeah. if, if Spider-Man was directed by Zack Snyder, yeah. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> um, I swear to God. Yeah, we have the first issue of Amazing Spider-Man by Zeb Wells and John Romita Jr. Um, on the cover, he has a horribly deformed leg. Broke Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> to go along Take with Flash's at... deformed uh, arm. Yeah. Just I look at that leg. That does this. not look healthy. I do remember that, yeah. Listen, when you're a spider, you just bend all kinds of ways. Yeah, baby. Hey, baby. Tyler bends two ways. <laughs> Low hanging fruit, man. Um, we no, have... I mean, it's that's like medium hanging. Why do you ask? We have Thor 750, which is the collection of other writers' stories. Jason, well, a- Jason Aaron has a story in here, so I can only imagine he's going to retcon Thor's mother again. This this Flash with his broken You arm. mean you don't run with your arm like that? No. <laughs> By the way, did you say that that was, that was delayed? Ezra Miller? It's, yeah, the, the Ezra Miller comic, yeah. Oh, did I send that? It's been delayed to hell. The official prequel to the Flash blockbuster film. Yeah, exactly. Did I send that meme in the break of, like... Yes. The meme from Umbrella Academy, yeah. So good. So, I'm confused about what you're talking about here, because this issue 750 very clearly says Donny Cates, Nick Klein, Funeral for the Allfather. If you look at the little box in the bottom, it says... Featuring... Remembrances of the Almighty Odin from those who know him best. Jason Aaron, Al Ewing, Dan Jurgens, Walt Simonson, J. Michael Straczynski, and Olivier Coypel. Yeah, and they're going to be like in the back matter, basically, right? Star so, star studded celebration of 750 issues. Oh my God. I guess I'm just confused there by the way. So it seems like the way you're conveying the message is that this is a mini story book where it's going to be like six pages for one writer six pages for another i think it's going to have like the main story by donny case and then it's going to have a lot of mini stories after that okay yeah i would agree with that yeah. Yeah. some of these covers are like super horny for thor oh i thought we were still talking about amazing spider-man <laughs> oh no you're just looking at art you're looking at art germ art germ hits that's just how he be you're right, those are our germ. Um, yeah, we have the 
final issue of this arc of Dark Knights of Steel. Should be interesting. So we're at the halfway point now. Yep. Oh yeah, finally. It feels like it's been forever since we had an issue. It does feel like a while. It has been a minute. We have Action Comics 1042. Okay. Things happen. Um, this is another Federici issue, which is mm-hmm. Chef Kiss. Um, we have Deathstroke Inc. number 8, which is part 3 of Shadow War, and also Robin number 13, which is part 4. So we've got two parts this week. Um, we have the Joker number 14, which is the penultimate issue. Mm. What's weird is the solicit for it says the Joker chapter 20. Sure, let's I jump don't... ahead. Yeah. Is Robert Kirkman writing this all of a sudden? Yeah. Um, we have... Something is Killing the Children, number 22, which I know you guys aren't reading, but I am, and I'm very excited. Uh, I actually am collecting it, so I'm going to get caught up and immediately. At some point. Nice. Do it. Someday. Somehow. Just I'm going to read it. take the dive, Josh. Just do it. Yeah. Jump in. Um, we have the second issue of Punisher, the new Jason Aaron series. I'm actually going to read that, so, yeah. Yeah, first issue was decent. Very interesting, yeah. It left a lot of questions that I want to see answered. Whether I yeah. keep reading depends on how well this sticks to landing. We're going to have <sighs> we'll to out. pick our battles for next week on what we talk about. There's too much stuff. I mean, I know, I know what I'm going to be talking about, so... Um, Alien number 11. That's okay, we can... <laughs> we can mute you, Tyler, while you talk about your shit. I will go hard on Spider-Man. Um, we've got the second issue of Beyond the White Knight. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like that long since issue one came out. It doesn't. Let me see real quick. 26th of April. March 29th. It has been a month. Yeah. A, a, a few less. days short of a month, but that's gone fast. Uh, yeah, um, it's the last Wednesday of every month. Yeah. We have got the an, uh, issue 11 of Alien. Mm-hmm. And then the next issue isn't for over a month. Uh, this book just got delayed to fuck, and I just didn't even... Could bother. not give a shit less. What is it What is it you said before? CBA? Couldn't be arsed? Yeah. Can't be arsed. Yeah. Yeah, like, I really enjoyed that first arc. And then arc two yeah. started, and just... It just got heavily delayed, and... Couldn't give a shit. We've got an annual coming, yeah. apparently, at some point. Bunch of cunts getting killed, that's about it. Oh, and this... The annual goes back to the guy from the first arc. Okay. Okay, I might be back in. I sold it, my collection of it, so I'm out. I might read it digitally. We'll see. Yeah. Um, We have got Carnage number two. That feels like a while since issue one came out. Yeah. It has been, been a minute. It's been like a month and a half. But that yeah, first issue was really right. good, so I'm very excited for issue two. Totally. Um, we have the second issue of Rogues, which is the old man snart book. Oh. Old man okay. snart. Um, we have Newburn number six, which is the end of this trade, I believe. Okay. 
I hope this has more than 16 pages. Um, we have the second physical release of We Have Demons. So that's yeah. issue two, finally. Not that any of us are reading it. I mean, I'll probably pick it up just because... Yeah. You're part of the problem, Tyler. <laughs> I am. Alright. Um, we've got Rogue Sun number three. Which me and Josh are reading, I don't think Tyler is. Or did I sell you on it with the redneck hillbilly werewolf last time? Yeah, you totally sold me on it. Werewolf vampire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Redneck werewolf vampire. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have Step by Bloody Step number three by Sice Burrier. That feels like pretty quick since issue two came out. No, that was the same week as Curse of... Uh, not Curse of White Knight, Beyond the White Knight. It has been a couple weeks. Uh, that was yeah. March 30th. Yeah. So um, We have the final issue of Aquaman Green Arrow Deep Target. That's nice. Which me and Josh read some of. I read the first oh. issue and then I never saw the other ones come out. So I just uh, okay. uh, I'm going to let you know I'm going to pick up Christian Ward's uh, Bloodstained Teeth. I'm curious. There's too much stuff next week, Tyler. Don't do it to yourself. Sorry. Alright, we still um, have more to go. Uh, we have... Yeah, we have the second issue of Ghost Cage. Yes, two of three. Is it not a four? Three. No, it's a three. You're right, it is a three. I've still got issue one here. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, and you guys have Saga number 58? Yes. Hell yeah. Um, not that I'm reading it, but we finally have the final issue of that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Last Ronin book. That has been delayed to fuck again. The first issue came out October of... No. Yeah, October of 2020. Look at the cost on that. It is eight ninety nine. Yeah, October... 48-page comic. Okay. October 2020, February 2021, May 2021, September 2021, and then April 2022. You've got to be, like, kidding me here. <laughs> 48 pages for how much? For for, for 8.99. Yeah. It is a like $7. It is a nicely printed book though. It's got like a cardstock cover. I don't think there's any ads in it. For $9 though? I'm not saying it's worth it. I'm just trying to Should be 7. Yeah. Not that I'm getting it. I And it's yes, the I, over I, I think it's like the it's square bound and it's oversized like the black label books, I think. Okay, that changes things. I'm not 100% sure on that, but yeah, I don't know. Did I miss anything? Uh, so you guys aren't reading Berserker anymore? I'm behind on I it. haven't been. Okay. Tyler read like issue one and jumped off. I think I've got to yep. issue five. All I right. just need to catch up on the last couple. Number eight comes out. Eight of twelve. This has been releasing every other month. It's taking its time. Yeah. Uh, so All it started right, I, think... in, I mean, it started in March 30th with the highest, it was the highest selling comic it, first issue. Yeah. 600,000 copies. Yeah. Gangbusters. And now we're at Bang issue... Gangbaners. Yes. We're over a year later and we're at issue 8 and... Who knows how much it's selling now. I'd have to look that up. 
Yeah. It, it serious was question. A fun book. Yeah. Yeah. Serious question. I was Go. talking to you uh, about. I was asking you guys about IDW stuff, and I. I've been hearing a lot of good things about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I just have never read a single TMNT book. I read so that. I'm I like, read the first issue of Last Ronin, and it was actually pretty good. Dude, no. People have said Last Ronin is one of those books that like you gotta check out. Okay. Yeah. Like I always meant to catch up on it, but like it was coming out so infrequently, I just never bothered. I was like, I'll read it when it's finished, and then that was a mistake because it's still not finished two years on. Is there enough? But this is the last one you said, right? This is the last one, yeah. Okay. Well, am I wrong here? Is this not just a reprint of the original Last Ronin story? No, this is all new. Oh. Okay. Yeah, this is set in like. A future where all the TMNTs have been killed and there's one survivor. Hmm. And it's the um, original creators writing it as well. No, yeah, I see. It's uh, hmm. Walton Eastman. Yeah, I'm very curious. Number five. So, yeah, that's. Five. So, yeah, when that's finished, that's going on my to be read list. Oh my Talk god, I sent you guys that thing about. Is how it's described. <laughs> comic book event of the last three years <laughs> or two years yeah. I sent comic you guys book. did I send you guys a thing from Iron Man I was reading the other day about Tony Stark just bringing that frog guy into space Yes. yeah I was like proper laughing at that okay like I Tony Stark just like it, I would be laughing as well yeah it just caught me so off guard. Like they bring this guy along, and it's like, so what? They're like, so what do you do? Because Tony recruited a team, and he's like, oh, I work like here. Like I'm just sort of the mascot, and they're like, oh, cool. And they just kind of hinted at him having some like unknown power that was gonna come into play later. And then one of the characters is deaf and signed something, and then they're all like, what does he say? Like we, they didn't understand. And then this frog guy just comes out, and he's like, oh yeah, he said we need to do this, and it was just put as some like it was played as some big reveal but it was just so shit <laughs> and i just loved it <laughs> tony right. stark in this story is written as paul rudd <laughs> okay let's wrap this up yeah sure all right well that's next week's books and this has been sunday april 24th uh the cult of comics podcast comic book club we talked about the comic books we read this week the picks of the week what's coming out next week and thanks for sticking around. If this is your first time joining us, thanks for checking us out. If it's uh, some, your millionth time listening, thank you for listening for the millionth time. You can check out our podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, all the podcast locations, including Spotify, thanks to Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm slash Cult of Comics is where you're going to find our RSS feed. And you can make your monthly contributions or go to Patreon.com slash Cult of Comics uh, to find monthly contributions for the dollar a month or higher level. You can be a blood boy or better. Just give us your um, We are... Give us yeah, just give us your money. You've got. Give us. Um, we do like it. Yeah. Uh, and you can also check us out on YouTube, uh, where the videos get uploaded every once in a while. And what else am I missing? Just end the show, Tyler. That's it. Bye. Sayonara. <laughs> Dash. 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 Dot, dot, dot. The three of us are in a cult.